up y'all it's jesse and here we are for another episode of the couch where we grab a glass kick back and just talk about the choices that we make in life so today i wanted to talk to you guys about innovation and how that relates to us as individuals when we're moving through life and uh the thing that made me think of this was um just having to be flexible um flexible in my schedule flexible um and open-minded in my thinking and um it made me uh kind of like just get to this this thought of be ever innovating no matter what that is and um as i I thought through it it kind of put me in a mind frame of uh if I'm always prepared for some type of like new innovation um, in my life, whether it's in my personal life concerning relationships or in business or in my career, any of those things, if my focus is on um, being ever innovative, then that gives me something positive to focus on as opposed to the grumbles for why everything can't always stay the same or why is something changing why do i need to do something different why can't i just keep doing it the way i was doing it before because that works and the other thing that i thought of was when we stay in a mindset of ever innovation um for like forever innovation it also made me think of all of the new things that I would be open to that would actually be better for me and or better for those around me. So case in point, I'm always looking for ways to to like make a process easier um, to find that path of least resistance and to do something in a way that is one, saving time, saving uh, resources if there are uh, tangible resources. If the resource is time, I still would like to save both of those things. And also something that is um, the, the as least strenuous as possible to get a quality in result or if the same amount of effort has to be put forth what ways can i find to produce something of a higher quality while putting forth the same level of effort and so with that that put me in the mind frame of um all of the places where I'm that person that it's like, hey, I got this idea. Hey, I got a new idea. Hey, won't we try this? Won't we try that? And there are times, um, I won't say many, because I, I think that as um, time goes on, we're getting more comfortable with um, with innovation and all of these off the wall ideas and stuff. Uh, just because of the direction that tech is going in and how things are changing so rapidly, I think over time it's it's getting a little easier for me to throw those wild, crazy ideas out there 
whether I'm uh, talking to my teammates in a boardroom or speaking with um, with my friends and family. And it's, you know, instead of a, oh, there she goes again. It's like, well, you know what? We're pretty close to anything's possible. So go ahead, shoot. What is it? Go ahead. Um, and as I thought through how much more accepted it's becoming over time to uh, be innovative in a business space or in a uh, career space. So whether you are focused on uh, the career that you have or whether you're an entrepreneur of sorts and you're focusing on building a business of your own, we're always, um, or now more so than we ever have been, comfortable with innovation coming right into the door um any of the ideas or or things that that people uh have to share with one another we will like create these kanban boards we'll do whiteboarding jam boarding we'll have all of these think tank sessions and we'll talk with one another about all of these innovations that we'd like to make and Yet, when we leave from that workspace doing work on like those outside tangible things, things that ultimately lead to producing um, monetary gains that lead to producing money, um, we we leave out of those rooms, out of those spaces, um, from those Teams meetings, out of those Zoom meetings, and when we get back to just being with ourselves, we don't think about, well, how can I innovate me? And by how can I just innovate me? I mean, making changes to yourself and introducing new methodology coming up with ideas on how to improve. Do we think tank with ourselves about ourselves? Um, I would say that personally I do only because I'm striving for that, the impossibility of perfection, but uh, only God is perfect. And you know, there's a couple things right up under that, but I think that in becoming a more well-rounded individual who is equipped to um, serve and give to others, I have to continuously improve on myself. And I came to that conclusion because I'm like, if I'm not continuously improving on myself, eventually I'm going to hit like a stopping block for like that's the capacity to which you can help other people. If I'm not continuously growing, if I'm not continuously um, moving and becoming, evolving, then there is a finite amount of help or assistance that I can put out into the world. Um, and maybe, maybe I shouldn't describe it that way. Maybe I should just say that there is a limitation to 
who and how I'm able to help versus that limitation being far wider or that finite um, amount of help that I can give and service that I'm able to give, it can be much wider if I continue to bring innovative thinking not only outward, but inward as well. And so uh, some of the, the things that I thought about um, that we usually consider being related to um, innovating yourself are uh, qualities like being flexible. We all like to have that on our resume when it comes to work. You're always flexible at work. But how flexible are you when plans change with your friends or family? How flexible are you in allowing someone else to take the lead when they could be better served for it or allowing someone else to take the lead when they need to gain that experience and it's not costing you anything for them to be able to gain? Are you flexible when your your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, your person, when they need to cancel those reservations last minute and you were already dressed and ready to go? Are you able to exercise grace and be flexible in those situations? Or does our flexibility just stop at the places where we're paid to be flexible? or the places where we're flexible to earn monetary gain. So I would think that if we can do those things when it comes to uh, creating a check or earning a check from from someone else elsewhere, um, that we would also be able to exercise that same level of flexibility, if not more, hopefully more, in our uh, personal lives with the people who we love and care for and those who love and care for us as well. The next personal place that I thought of um, just considering innovation and how to continuously innovate myself looking at those boundaries that you have and namely introducing new methods and ideas and or making changes taking inventory of the boundaries that you have set up with people now that's not to say throw your boundaries out the window and just do i don't know just do whatever we're not throwing boundaries out of the window what I mean is we're uh, taking inventory of the boundaries that we have set. How long ago did you set those boundaries? And when you set those boundaries, um, why did you set them? You already know who you set them with. Why did you set them that way at the time that you did? If you haven't thought about the boundaries that you set and just say for instance, uh, you needed to set a boundary of you had to stop going out with a certain friend to have dinner because you started a new diet and exercise plan. 
and I just use the, the diet and exercise food analogy because that's just one of the simplest things without going too deep, without being too emotional, just making it really plain. If the boundary that you set with this friend was because you knew that they would um, basically just order whatever they want, have dessert and all the ranch dressing in the world on fried food in front of you and you had not built your willpower uh, up you needed to set a boundary so that you could stay on track with your goal of eating mostly clean or sticking to um let's say a, a yeah we'll say a clean eating diet and because at that time you needed to set that boundary so that you could build your willpower over time so that you're able to stick with your clean eating and now it's two years later and you still haven't gone out to lunch or dinner with this person does that boundary still serve the both of you how far has your willpower come in the two years that you've uh, done this diet and exercise plan it's now become a part of your your life routine your daily routine and you're able to just you're able to do it you're able to go out to lunch with your co-workers able to attend family dinners with no problem you know you see the things there but you're no longer tempted by it do you think maybe you need to revisit that boundary that now you can you can handle going to dinner with that person because it doesn't matter you know what's on their plate what they're doing for you will no longer be a temptation because you've built your willpower to that level you've built your discipline if that's the case then that would be a boundary that it's no longer serving the both of you and there's room for you to be flexible room for you to be innovative on that boundary specifically The same could go for um, boundaries that you have with yourself uh, concerning, I would say mostly uh, places to go, uh, activities to participate in. Not so sure about people. I will leave that to your own judgment only because that would be a whole nother podcast in itself. As a matter of fact, I will jot that down as a note because we do need to talk about that. Revisiting and reframing those boundaries. So, um, while we're still on the, the boundaries piece of this, um, thinking of ways to to elevate those boundaries or to revisit and uh, re-innovate <laughs> those uh, boundaries that you have set in the places where it is safe to do so and where doing so is beneficial to you and the other person. Um, we don't want to like reset boundaries in a way that it becomes uh it becomes detrimental to you. Um, you can also consider redo, uh, 
resetting boundaries and re-innovating boundaries in a way that it creates the space for you to push yourself in a healthy way. Um, and by that, I mean in terms of, say, for example, we'll go uh, back with this this uh, exercise um, scenario. Uh, if you, you know, there may have been a boundary for yourself that you would do exercise for 30 minutes per day, once in the morning, once in the evening for a total of one hour a day. And that was your, your hard boundary with yourself because focusing too much on too much exercise became a source of stress for you. So you mapped out your two times per day to get in your exercise, put them on your planner, and that you set that boundary for yourself that you you would do no more, do no less. If you did do any less, you wouldn't beat yourself up about it and become uh, and and kind of uh, come down hard on yourself. You would you would have grace. It would be a healthy innovation for you to take a look at that boundary and say to yourself, you know what? How about I introduce a new form of exercise for myself? Well, I love dancing. You know, I want to go to dance class every day after work. There's there's a great salsa spot with, with lessons for one hour. And I'm going to do that each day from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, but I also enjoy my morning walks. Well, with you introducing this new idea, being innovative, with getting in that exercise and that movement with something new, that dancing that you like, what's the risk that you're going to run that having that extra dance in your week, that that's going to stress you out? that that's going to make you feel bad, that that's going to be uh, something negative. It wouldn't be. It would be something that is uh, fulfilling, something that pushing that boundary and uh, changing it some, you're pushing yourself a bit further because now you have the opportunity to do a bit more exercise, but you're innovating that boundary in that you've created um, something that you will get more out of. Not only are you able to push yourself physically to get more movement in, but you'll also be doing something that is emotionally and mentally stimulating for you because it's an activity that you love to do. If we were comfortable with just staying stagnant and uh, keeping a boundary as it is, then you would just stick to the two little boxes that you put on your planner. That's it. That's all we're not changing anything. And ultimately, that's not what we're what we're going for. Um, yes, we would like to have routine, but those routines can use innovation, which moves me to my next point. In your routine itself, sometimes I notice that we'll establish a routine and we kind of just leave it because it works. And that's what we become used to doing. And I think that, um, and to a certain degree, that is the point of having a routine. <laughs> but I do think to a certain degree, we 
aren't able to apply innovation to our uh, daily and weekly routines. And it may even serve as a way to make your routine more efficient. Uh, when you're looking for uh, new products to make a job easier for you, um, when you're looking for uh, by products that includes products and services, um, looking for products and services to make your weekly routine better or uh, simplify it for you. Um, that could be something as uh, simple as in your in your business. If there are tasks that you could delegate or use a service to complete, uh, you may look into getting a virtual assistant to complete some of the um, menial tasks that you spend uh, every morning doing. This can increase your productivity. This can free your mind up so that you're able to innovate in other spaces. You can also break up your routine by uh, trying new techniques for or new methods for uh, things like your exercise, trying new recipes. I mean, we all have to eat every day. We all have to do uh, different movement. You can take a look at um, new ways to get new ways to uh, have it stacked to get your morning emails uh, checked. You can do things like take a look at that new coffee maker. Can you preset it so that your coffee drip goes off by itself in the morning? Yeah, you only get five minutes back, but if you find 10 different places to save five minutes throughout your day, you almost have back and hold a whole hour of your time every day. Um, changing up things like buying in bulk, um, not necessarily innovative, but it would be a way for you to innovate your uh, routine and schedule if you are a person who uh, doesn't already purchase in bulk. Now that's not to say buy everything in bulk because that just doesn't work, but uh, things to eliminate some of the extra travel that you have to do in just running your errands. Taking a look at the logistics of your routine, of your schedule. Is there a route that you could go that um, maybe instead of sitting in traffic on the expressway, you could actually take some side streets to cut 20 to 30 minutes off of your commute uh, while picking up the children from practice. Would it be something that you could add in where as opposed to sitting in traffic for an additional 30 minutes at home, is there a library right near the soccer field that you could stop at as a family and just pop in? And you guys could get started on homework there. Or finish homework there. After practice, everyone's at the library. And that way, instead of it taking 45 minutes to get home because of traffic, 
you can go ahead and get home in 20 minutes. And you're saving some of that time being able to do something uh, else with it by just, just shifting around uh, a few things. Well, how am I supposed to make dinner if, if we're at the library doing homework? Well, I'm glad you asked. You could do things like meal prep, uh, which would be another thing that if you don't already do it, it could be innovative for your schedule. It could take a lot of stress off of you uh, from not rushing home to, to cook, rushing home to uh, get dinner for yourself, for your person, for your children. Even if you meal prepped every other day, I know sometimes that's a lot of meals, but you'd, you'd be surprised at how far your energy is able to go when you already have the meals stacked up uh, for dinner in the fridge and ah, you just couldn't get out of work on time or you just couldn't log off in time. Oh no, everyone's home now. Everyone's home and hungry. Well, I have this one last meeting that I have to finish, but hey, dinners are in the fridge. Just grab your box out, pop it in the microwave, pop it in the oven, put it into the toaster oven. Everyone's happy. And you don't have to have that extra anxiety or that extra stress hanging over your head that that feeling of, I need to hurry, I need to hurry, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Those are some of the feelings that I'm always looking for places to to eliminate that feeling. And um, that's kind of the, the root of where this idea of being ever innovating in my personal life came from. Because we always focus on finding places to eliminate the friction at work or um, in our business. But do we take that same time to find places to eliminate that friction that will ultimately have an effect on our mental and emotional health and could trickle down to our physical? Do we look for those places where we can ease that burden on ourselves? And even with that, do we consider by easing the burden on ourselves, how much we're easing the burden of those around us? Ever notice that that, that nervous energy or that anxious energy, it just goes from person to person until it's, it's just all out chaos? By applying innovation to our personal lives as, as much and as fervently as we apply it to uh, money driving factors, you could find yourself quickly being that calm within the storm. And it would simply be because you're not carrying that nervous energy because you found ways to not work around it, but because you found ways to eliminate it. when you've already decided ahead of time that you'll be flexible. 
You'll be flexible in your schedule. You're flexible in your routine. That you're okay with revisiting boundaries that you have with yourself and others and deciding whether or not those those boundaries need to be adjusted. You could be the person that you've already found the path of least resistance instead of continuing to fight that uphill battle. Oh, nope, I've leveled the ground out already. Or even if you're super awesome and you found some type of innovative way to not only uh, level out the ground, but to create a downhill motion, not to be confused with spiraling out of control. But um, not only creating a path of least resistance, but creating a path of ease in getting some of uh, some of your tasks done and completed. Another thing that I thought about for myself, which all of these things um, help me with my patience. Um, I had thought to myself, well, if I'm ever innovating, what's something that I always need to work on? Patience, patience, patience. Oh my goodness, my patience. If you know me, you know that I am uh, very good for letting somebody know when they're tap dancing on my last nerve. And... Over the years, I have uh, taken on the task of um, exercising patience and building my patience muscle. And with that, when I thought about the concept of being ever innovative um, inside of myself, it made me think, hey, you know, Are there some new methods that I could use to increase my own patience? I've done different things before. Um, Just uh, stayed silent or um, not had a a rebuttal um, to what could be a conversation that would cause me to lose my patience. Um, I have uh, found work to do. Um, during my my seasons of waiting um, and found ways to be productive, to be of service while waiting. And um, for me, those were fulfilling ways to grow my patience um, so that I wasn't just impatiently angry if you will and so um with this concept today i thought to myself well hey there there has to be there has to be another another thing that i can add in my back pocket for when i'm having that impatient feeling about anything still working on it but I uh, definitely took that note down to myself in my handy dandy notebook that that was a place that I wanted to work on innovating 
myself. Um, for me, that the the flexibility, the boundaries, the routine, all of that stuff, I am sharing because those are things that I implement uh, on a daily and weekly basis. I'm, I'm always looking for um, making processes better. So the, the thing that will be like a, a stretch or a challenge for me will be that, that patience piece of it. So in closing, what would be some of the places or spaces in your life where you could commit to becoming an innovator, where you could commit to ever innovating within? I'm sure you've tossed out those ideas while you were at work when asked or prompted in meetings. You had something. You brought something to the table there. If you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you're full of ideas. And you always use those things to scale up so that you can increase your profit margin. So that you can produce more in your business. But for all of us, I say, what about in our personal life? And what about in our interpersonal relationships? With friends, with family, with those we socialize with, with our person? What ways can you innovate you to become a better you? What methods, what ideas, what products, what services can you Take a gander at to improve you, improve your situation, improve your mood so that you're in a better place to be of better service to those in your life. Just some things to think about. You guys, let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know what your ideas are. And as always... I will talk to you next time.